0: everybody, and welcome to Hit the Books, the only realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the man of a million matches, Mikey Manfredi. That's a lot of matches. It's a million.
1: <laughs> that, that's like a million.
0: It's. I mean, there's no other number that starts with an M. I guess. Hold on, is that fact? Hold on. I'm like, now I'm running through all the numbers. Mikey, how are you doing? <laughs>
1: I'm doing good. I'm ready to book this uh, comeback episode of SmackDown, or come-home episode, I guess, mm-hmm. of SmackDown Live.
0: Yes. We are post-SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Which, what a doozy SummerSlam
1: was. What a card. That was wild.
0: Both real life and fake life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and fantasy life. Remember, yeah. what, Hey, you remember what happened at SummerSlam? Oh, are we doing this bit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, this SummerSlam,
0: the the biggest party of the summer. Um, Remember when uh, uh, Charlotte Flair had Trish Stratus on the ropes, and then uh, and then she got sideswiped by like someone, and it turned out to be the turns out to be Rikishi, so she (laughs) did it for did it for Trish, did it for the Trish.
1: Remember when, remember when? Roman Reigns was trying to figure out who who knocked the who's who trying to kill him, and then he found out it was Roman Reigns all along.
0: And by that you mean it was Roman Reigns doppel? It was Roman Reigns from another universe who was trapped in this WWE universe.
1: It was Roman Reigns in a, in an alternate universe who who was a jobber, and he saw that the Roman Reigns in this universe was a champion and the big dog, and that it was his yard, and he wanted to take over.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm it was the it was the the universe where instead of roman reigns turning to the shield it was originally pitched as cassius ono <laughs> it was so cassius ono was in the shield and has all the credit and now roman reigns is just a jobber now he wants the credit because he wants to be the big dog now roman- he wants to be teaming with the undertaker
1: <laughs> and roman reigns got knocked out in seven seconds by matt riddle
0: <laughs> well goddamn roman and, and he's still called leaky <laughs> He's a he's a goddamn roof, he's a goddamn roof in the suburbs.
1: Uh, poor poor alternate universe Roman. Uh,
0: remember when um, it it just like SummerSlam open, not the kickoff show, but like just SummerSlam open, just like um, with everyone at a barbecue, and Daniel Bryan was not having it, but then he got peer pressured into having one bit of meat, and then he exploded. <laughs>
1: And then they were like, psych, that was an impossible burger. Gotcha.
0: But he's exploded. But he's, so he's already sort of...
1: exploded. So the, the, the joke is ruined.
0: Rowan's picking up the Daniel Bryan bits. <laughs> he's just
1: sweeping him up. Just like, well, here we go again.
0: Because <laughs> it totally happened before. Apparently. <laughs> remember,
1: when, uh... remember when Brock Lesnar came out with a redesigned Universal title to look like a boombox? I remember that what
0: a great moment god man remember that was so good remember when remember when uh, 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 Vince McMahon came out you know make a surprise appearance and he just like buried WWE and just like talked up the XFL for 30 minutes
1: (laughs) And then announced that he was working for AEW all along.
0: He was working for AEW, which is that, that's like why
1: that's why w, Do- that's why WWE has been so bad. He's, he he's been AEW's AEW. like inside agent.
0: He doesn't own AEW. He is, works for them. <laughs> 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 he works for Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: that's the conspiracy theory I want. Is that Tony Khan and Vince are in bed? Oh my god! I love that so much. That's so funny. Um I got one more. Okay. Remember Okay, remember where Sasha Banks came out. Yeah. Post post Becky Lynch Natalia match at SummerSlam. Sasha Banks finally appeared. And then it's like she came out, she came to the ring, she did her boss thing. Yeah. And then she opened up her T-shirt, and she was wearing an AEW T-shirt. And you know, I don't really have anything for this bit. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's time to abandon it. It's like the moment where it's like, yeah, that this too shall pass, and it pa- and it, this bit has passed. For oh, me. but
1: I have one more good one. Okay, fine. But
0: turn it around, please.
1: Remember when? Remember when Randy Orton pulled up to the arena in his NASCAR and Kobe kicks and destroyed it in the parking lot?
0: And he said he did it for the rock.
1: <laughs> and Orton's like, oh, God damn again.
0: It's, I, I finally I, I finally I
1: finally got it fixed.
0: Stop buying ass cars. It took Ferrari to get all
1: that red paint off.
0: Remember when uh the fiend lost? <laughs>
1: that one's not funny, really. Remember when there was a live episode of Firefly Funhouse? <laughs>
0: Yeah, remember when the Fiend didn't come out and instead Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt came out and had a match of Finn Balor and then it just a, got utterly destroyed? There was a
1: little Finn Balor puppet.
0: Ooh, ooh, a little Finn Balor.
1: I think... How... Oh, 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 okay, wait. Seriously, though. What if whenever the Fiend beats somebody, they end up as, like, a puppet character on Firefly Funhouse?
0: Honestly, how that would be fucking a great How sick idea. would that be? I would be amazed. How... How accurate, um... Uh, physically speaking, do you think the puppet Finn Balor would be to the normal Finn Balor? Like, and by that I mean, like you know, below the you know chest down.
1: I get, I get it.
0: Like specifically, like is it going to point out
1: specifically his dick?
0: I I didn't say hey oh hey oh wait. Hey. I didn't say it, but like, it, like is the is there a guy in art department working on that? And he's just like, you know, I have extra stuffing. <laughs> And he's just like, it's like whenever
1: the Finn Balor puppet enters a room, his dick enters twenty minutes before Finn Balor does.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Remember Lars Sullivan? WWE doesn't. Anyways, let's <laughs> let's start our show. Like we said at the top, he we probably are said a something realistic- stupid. Of course. We are a realistic fantasy booking podcast. What that means is that we book every episode of SmackDown Live, our own version of SmackDown Live, but we want to keep it as realistic as possible, and we do that uh, by having a randomizer help us out, which you'll find out later in the episode. But we, yes, that is right. Every match, every segment, every little thing that happens in SmackDown Live. Basically, if you're watching SmackDown Live, imagine two idiots wrote it. Yeah. And
1: one of them is not Vince
0: McMahon and not... We're not Vince McMahon and Eric Bischoff. (laughs) We're two fans that were like hearing the rumors of everyone being like, I could write better. I I could book better than goddamn geriatric Christ man, whatever. Um, And we were like, fine, we'll do that challenge. And so here we are booking our heart's content, our own version of SmackDown Live. We have just, like Mikey said, come off our SummerSlam pay-per-view. SummerSlam the books. So if you want to listen to that, we highly recommend it. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of matches in there. Plenty, Please. plenty,
1: plenty of matches.
0: And we're gonna, we don't want to spoil the results. It really
1: thing. was a party. It was the biggest. The biggest of the summer. It
0: did take place during the summer.
1: Some do say it's the biggest party of the summer. And w-
0: those people are Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the only people. <laughs> uh, so yes, So let's get straight into it. If you like what you hear, follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Uh, you can also leave reviews on iTunes, so please, go ahead here, go do so. Five meatballs only, or more. But yes, Mikey, we have pre-booked, like we have been doing recently. We've been pre-booking, which mm-hmm. essentially just means we're writing them originally beforehand. We're not writing them during the show. We're just writing them beforehand. Yep. But we've got a card here. Oh, yeah. we got a card in we front got of a us. a pretty
1: interesting card.
0: Uh, there is one empty spot in there that we'll get to. Yeah. But let's start off at the top. Would you like to read that off, my friend?
1: Yeah, all right. So we had a show opener. Uh Pete Dunne and Drew McIntyre opened up SmackDown Live. Dunne says that after five long Pete Dunne?
0: What? How did Pete Dunne get to the main roster? I'm I'm new to the show. How the hell is Pete Dunne here? What? Who? What's a Pete Dunne? Where are my glasses?
1: You'd be Where also you surprised. you would be also surprised to know that Pete Dunne is our new WWE champion. That's right.
0: Realistic fantasy booking. <laughs> it actually, realistically, it makes the most sense for how we booked it.
1: Yeah. All right. So Pete Dunn and Drew that, marks. <laughs> Pete the Dunne... heel again, Mikey.
0: Sorry, I keep cutting you off. <laughs>
1: Pete Dunn and Drew you're doing Mac- great, Mikey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'll stop.
1: Pete Dunn and Drew there over the vest. Back- <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Pete Dunne and Drew McIntyre open up SmackDown Live. Pete Dunne says that after five long weeks in the WWE Championship tournament, he has walked out holding the WWE Championship. Everyone doubted him, saying that he's the new guy from NXT UK, and no one expected him to win. But after SummerSlam, Pete Dunne, the Bruiserweight, is here to set is here to stay, and he has one man to thank: Drew McIntyre, his fellow member of the Great United Kingdom. When GM Page came up with the idea to make McIntyre the special guest referee in Dunn's match, Dunn messaged McIntyre right away, and the deal was struck. Turns out the two of us see eye to eye on a lot of issues. Pete Dunn's fuck. <laughs> Hold on.
0: Yeah, do your Pete Dunn impression.
1: Yeah, no. Do it. Do a, it. A deal is struck. I am not going to offend the entire United Kingdom by doing a terrible Pete Dunn impression. Uh Pete Dunn says it turns out the two of them finally saw eye to eye on a lot of issues, and we both agreed keeping the WWE championship in the UK territory and finally and finally giving it
0: some much needed class. Yeah,
1: sorry I lost my place there. Finally giving it some much needed class.
0: There it is.
1: <laughs> As a team, Dunne and McIntyre will take down anybody in their path. The hunter and the bruiserweight are here to stay.
0: What a declaration. Dunn and McIntyre. Oh, a yeah. deadly combination, quite honestly.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Um, you know, finger breaking, skull
1: cracking. Also a funny combination because I could see like going at like maybe they're going to go after somebody and Drew's like, "Hold on, let's watch them. Take our time. Pick our spot." And Dunn's like, oh, "Nah." Yeah. And Dunn's like, Dunn's like, "Nah, I just want to fight." <laughs> nah, let me just Nah, let me just fight them. <laughs>
0: No, no, no! Let me do it. Nah, let me do it. No nah, let no, me do it. I can find it easy. Young Padawan, please. <laughs>
1: hey, you over there! Back there, he's like, "Damn it, God, God, where did Dunn go?" Up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't think about that. That's pretty good, actually. But Yes, quite the UK faction starting up over here. Pete Dunn, Drew Mac- Pete Dunn, Drew McIntyre. I like it. I like. I like this promo. I like this opening shot. I like this declaration of things to come. We got. Should should be saying, audience, should be saying to our listeners, Mikey, that we got five weeks, we got five episodes of SmackDown Live before we hit No Mercy.
1: No Mercy, indeed.
0: So, we got a little bit of build to there. We got to figure out who his challenges will be. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll find out later in this exact same episode. So, let's talk next, the first opening match, Mikey. Yep. It's for a guy that didn't get his shot at SummerSlam. You know, wasn't able to enjoy the biggest part of the summer. Because there was another match happening that he wasn't involved in. And he didn't know about. He didn't get the memo. And I'm sure he's saying this all his opening promo. But we're talking the fourth inaugural Heath Slater 24-7 championship (laughs) callout.
1: Except every single one he says is the first. Yes. (laughs) Every time he does it, he's like, it's the first annual. Yes,
0: yes, the first inaugural ever. And all in commentary, it's always like, this is now the fourth <laughs> time that he's saying this. But yes, we're now going to do the fourth inaugural 20- Heath Slater 24-7 championship call-out. I have our randomizer sort of thing leveled up here, Mikey. Um, The former 24-7 champion did not retain. The former one was Keith Lee. Yep. Last time we checked, you know, maybe he lost it. Maybe, you know, maybe he lost it at SummerSlam. Maybe. Against somebody. And that somebody. Somebody. Somebody.
1: Ooh, somebody.
0: That somebody was Samoa Joe.
1: Okay. Back, I like this. Back to some, did we we ha- Did Samoa Joe have it already? I think he did, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. He was, was he the first inaugural... Hmm, I don't he, was feel- one
0: of the, he was one of the first ones.
1: I don't think he was the first, though.
0: No, the first was Nia Jax.
1: No. Oh, well, the... F- well, hold on. I thought you meant, like, the first alt, like, in general. Like, the first 24-7 champion we've had.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking, 20, like, the championship call-out oh, yeah. gimmick. So, Heath Slater does cut that promo. And he calls out Samoa Joe. Because in this universe, Heath Slater doesn't have access to, like the WB network or the .com. he's he doesn't he has kids to support he doesn't have you know he can't get get the network
1: and he doesn't follow who the actual 24-7 champion is he just keeps calling out hoping it'll be somebody he can beat
0: Nah, he's got a flip phone <laughs> he doesn't have internet access he doesn't know he's just hoping it's someone good turns out it's it is someone good but someone that is not good for Heath Slater Samoa Joe yep he before Samoa Joe gets in the ring, I imagine Heath Slater's already backing out.
1: Yeah, probably. I think then Samoa Joe just squashes him after that.
0: Yeah, I think I think Heath's trying to get out. Um uh, Maybe maybe he, maybe he tries pat- to he
1: tries to run past Joe and Joe gives him a Urinagi. Mm hmm.
0: <laughs> he's just he's just such an idiot that he just tries to run past him and s and, and Samoa's like uh like, just, like, um, juking, like, not like, juking him, but just, like, crab-walking, like, hey, yeah. here you go, this way you go, this
1: way? Yeah. So he just catches him and wham.
0: Yuranagi rolls him in the ring, hits him with...
1: does what
0: does, does he have another move besides the Coquina Clutch? Like, does he have, like, a, a brawling, like, striking sort of move or something?
1: I mean, the Muscle Buster.
0: Yeah, but that got retired. Now I'm thinking, like...
1: He, he only does the... Does he? The you're the fucking you're the submission move, the Kokina Clutch. Clutch. I keep I keep going to say Kira Fuda and then I'm like, wait, that's not, that's the other one.
0: Yeah, maybe he just does like a couple, like the Chimera Plex. You know, he just does a couple suplexes on the guy, puts him in the Kokina Clutch. I think
1: just Urinagi to Kokina Clutch is good. We'll do that.
0: Urnagi cooking the clutch. Samoa Joe picks up another victory. Poor Keith Slater taps out. Keith
1: Slater. Didn't tap out. He just falls asleep. I assume. Where
0: Where is this this twenty four seven championship call out heading, Mikey? We're, we've entered our fourth time, fourth inaugural twenty four seven championship call out. Where is
1: it going? I don't know. Maybe eventually he'll win one. Yeah,
0: I don't know when. I don't know how, but eventually.
1: Eventually, someone it'll be like Jinder Mahal or something. I
0: it's gonna be like I don't know. I was gonna say, I was gonna say Bobby Roode as like a jobber person, and I was like, God damn, Bobby Roode is a jobber.
1: Welcome to welcome to wrestling.
0: Jesus Christ, um, cool, cool, cool. Let's move on to the next segment.
1: All right, so the next segment we have uh, is a backstage promo with AOP than tag team champions, talking about how no one can stop them, not even two quote-unquote legends. Whoever comes for these titles next will also be written off.
0: Ooh, written off, you say?
1: Oh, yeah. AOP is the, the most dominant tag team we've seen in a while. They've beaten basically every tag team on SmackDown.
0: Including the returning Woken Warriors.
1: Including the Woken Warriors. Shit. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh i like written off yeah I like, I like that i like their 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 authors of pain gang. <laughs> um, Perfect. uh i i like it i like it. aop needs some new challengers Um, uh, they need someone that could be a good potential threat to them mm-hmm. and i like like where this is going I, i've no idea how long i mean the the rain's gonna be of course we I mean, we don't know really, we don't. What are we lo- what are we planning this long term? <laughs> are we long term bookers over here? Uh, but it should be said, Mikey, it is post SummerSlam, and what that yep. means is every two months, or not every two months, but really every two pay per view cycles, Mikey and I s- switch up writing the women's and tag team divisions. So now post SummerSlam, Mikey, the purveyor of the tag team division.
1: Oh yeah, back at back at my tag team bullshit. And I am
0: handling the women, the tag teams, the women's storylines, all that stuff. Oh yeah, but I like it. Mikey, do you want to read the next one, and I'll get the one after that. Yeah, for sure. Just to you know, keep it in line with our uh, peoples.
1: All right, that doesn't make
0: any sense, but you know what I
1: mean. Next up, our brand new intercontinental champion Ricochet comes out to the ring. Says that he wants to be a fighting champion and offers an open challenge to every, to anyone, either NXT, 205 Live, SmackDown Live, wherever. He wants to have all challengers. He
0: wants to show the greatness of the different brands.
1: Oh, yeah. He wants to show off how great every brand could be, even his, whether it be 205 Live or his home brand of NXT, you know? and who comes out to enter the challenge none other than our new call up ali ah
0: the man of one name
1: <laughs> i mean can i can i can i pitch
0: i know we don't we don't pitch um uh name changes here often mikey mhm but this is just like a such a tiny tiny pitch so you know like kenta you know like um i guess it's mainly like a new japan thing but if but I would I, I just want I just want Ali to be spelled out in all caps. That's just all what I want in my life. <laughs> I, I like I just want it to be like Ali and just like, you know. It just the really bat. goes to show that like this is who who this is who it is. If we don't have Mustafa, I really want it to be obvious that this is Ali. Yeah. But Ricochet versus Ali and what to was bound to be a barnstormer. Mikey as much as we love our new recruit, uh this is an open challenge and I feel like Ricochet is retaining here.
1: Yeah, I agree. But Ali puts up quite the fight.
0: I think I think they put up quite the fight. I think Ricochet raises Ali's hand at the end of the match. For sure. And you know, point does the whole pointing. Oh yeah. Classic triple H.
1: It's like, hey this guy. Hey oh, this guy This guy right here.
0: Hey oh this this bagoof. <laughs> <laughs> Goof. God, a I'm goof. hilarious. Uh, yes, Ricochet defeats Ali, one-on-one competition. Ali does have a resounding successful good match. I imagine. I mean, God, I would love to see that match in person. Yeah, same. Right? I mean, Ali-Ricochet, that's just. That would be wild. That's just a future, future rivalry right there. Oh, yeah. But Ali, new to the roster of Hit the Books. Can't wait to do some more. I can't wait. Excited to see what we do with him. I like to see him interactive Ricochet. I like to see him interactive. uh Oh, man. Just get some... Oh, man. Ali, Rey Mysterio, man.
1: Give me that match right <laughs> now. Oh, boy.
0: But uh, Ali Cesaro, Ali Andrade. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ali Eric Young... Wild. Wild. What a pairing. Let's move on to the next segment. Next segment. That is a backstage interview with the Iconics, the former Women's Tag Team Champions. Yeah. They were asked, you know, about how they feel about their month long title reign that lasted, if I'm not mistaken, four weeks exactly. Uh, they said they are extremely disappointed and that you have got to be joking
1: them. You've got to be joking me!
0: They've been teaming for how long, and they lose for their lose their most prized position, that being the women's tag team championship. After one measly defense, they even allow the country club to challenge them. They need to start, then they, they start. You know, they're like, you know, we challenge them. They, we allowed them to get the one up on us. We didn't prepare anything. So they're saying that you know maybe we're being a bit too naive, you know, just because they won the titles and achieved their dream. Maybe they need to work harder and smarter to defend it. But now that that dream has ended, they need to do something to get it back.
1: Mm-hmm. Can uh-huh. I just say that I hate that WWE takes anything that was from that us someone's... and uses it? No, well, no. I was gonna say that they take any any thing that some superstar said once and it was kind of funny, and they run it into the fucking ground.
0: Well. I think we still got time, Mikey. Because if I'm not mistaken, there is not a Billy Kay, you got to be joking me T-shirt yet.
1: There's not a T-shirt, but there is already a big compilation on YouTube of her just go of WWE. Uh, it was like Billy Kay's birthday, and they posted it. It was just them posting a bunch of times. She said, "You've got to be joking me." And it's like, ah. it was funny once, guys. Like, yeah, I mean, that doesn't have to be your catchphrase.
0: This is it's sports entertainment, and you're you're talking. If you want to get into the financial corners, Mikey, you're talking sports entertainment. You're talking finance, you're talking money. You're talking a PG audience that needs merch to buy. Every everyone has to have a nickname. Everyone has to have some sort of brand appeal. Someone has to have a catchphrase, you know. You know, Daniel Bryan is what the the planet's champion. Uh you gotta be joking me for Billy Kay, you know? Uh,
1: the moody I mean, Alistair Black.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just like everyone's got to have something that's sellable. That's the brand of wrestlers. I mean that's in general. Every wrestler needs to have a brand established, so they can sell their own merch on pro wrestling com. Don't know why I plugged it. We need we need t-shirts. Why don't we get a brand?
1: Why aren't why aren't we why aren't we on pro wrestling teeth?
0: What, okay we talked about it before mikey what would we have as
1: a t-shirt we already have a bunch of cool designs in mind don't we
0: yeah but we don't have any cool designs in, in written in actual written form so what were our designs i'm trying to remember what we had pitched in our head one of them
1: was like the t-shirt with the pocket
0: Ooh, the pocket square
1: yeah like
0: a pencil coming out
1: yeah like a pencil and a notebook or something yeah
0: i remember a lot of our designs were uh, very very simplistic
1: yeah, very simplistic. Not a I lot. I think that's of black. the way to. I think that's the way to go these days.
0: Not a lot of black. Yeah, um, but what was it? It was a, a, like a t-shirt, little pocket protector on the front, and I think on the pocket we just said our had our logo hit the books. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I'm trying to remember that stuff.
1: There was definitely there was definitely an idea for like a. Uh a off of like a DX shirt. Yes. But instead of saying suck it, instead of saying suck it, it Ooh, says book it.
0: That's a t-shirt I would want to exist in real life, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We got two words for you. Book it, baby. <laughs> um, See, we got catchphrases. We got brand <laughs> appeal. It may be, you know, <laughs> nipping at the bud of DX, but you know, it's parody. It's parody. Just talk to weird owl about it.
1: Yeah. It's Fair I use think
0: weird al has lawyers that tell him about parody, or do you think he just doesn't care and just goes for things
1: um i'm sure I'm sure he I'm sure if you're going to make a career off of parodying par, parodying songs you would probably have a pretty good knowledge of the fair use fair laws.
0: Do we have any other t-shirt ideas? Try to remember. I feel like there was one that involved our faces in some capacity. Oh, was there one that was like, like, was it like an animal for some reason or like a person? I know it was a wrestler suplexing a notebook.
1: Yeah, it was like hit the books.
0: Yeah, God. I like these ideas quite honestly. I I want these to get be, be made of t-shirts. We need some t-shirts.
1: Yeah, we need some t-shirts for, for sure.
0: I love this. I love these ideas. But uh, let's move on.
1: Buy our merch. Buy our non-existent buy our, merch. Buy our ideas. <laughs> now we gotta we gotta get stuff together
0: we gotta get stuff together for our listeners because that's something i would get i would wear that we'll, we'll of course have black sure. designs mikey but we don't want to you know we want color we like
1: color Let so people pick the color of their or, i guess that's true no they can't pick the color of their t-shirt that's like one of my favorite subtle little things when i'm buying a t-shirt that the com like if it's like a custom t-shirt with like a custom design that's one of my favorite little things that companies let me is like that the people who made the design let me do. It's like you want it on black, you want it on white. You can have it on green if you want. Like, it's like I'm probably just gonna get black, but I appreciate the option. <laughs> I am a
0: wrestling fan, after all. What am I gonna wear? Pink? I'm probably red, just gonna get black
1: or white, but I appreciate green, the option. Jeez. Because usually it's it's not even because of that. It's usually just because the design looks best on black. Or white. gotta RPGs, give but...
0: props to New Day and John Cena for repping the non-black T-shirt game. You know, raising yeah, the bar sure. on that. Loving it, loving it. Um, let us take a quick break. When we come back, we'll book the rest of the show, Mikey.
1: You had a beat I, and then you lost it.
0: I <laughs> went to my garden recently and rabbits ate them. Terrible joke. (laughs) Terrible joke to bring us into the break.
1: Oh, no, my beats. (laughs) We'll be right back.
0: (laughs) And we are back. Mikey just bought a million t-shirts in com. All of them. Mikey, we All were, of the we, black t-shirts. Mikey, we were supposed to be making t-shirts, not buying t-shirts. <laughs> he got me. So you got... I mean, you're fucking, your credit card's about to get you. Your credit <laughs> score's about to get you.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: That gosh darn credit score. Can I be honest? Credit score's important yeah. to, the, to the universe. My brain... There's, like, certain things in my brain just, like, does like doesn't make sense around as many times as it's explained to me and credit score is one of those as honestly as many times as people explain a credit score to me i just it just can't click that and faxing faxing i'm I'm convinced is witchcraft (laughs) i i'm i'm definitely convinced Uh, you cannot convince me otherwise that it's not witchcraft of some nature
1: i think it's just I think faxing is just, like, an email, but you just send it to the printer instead of to a computer.
0: I think, you know, you know the movie Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. You know the doors in Monsters, Inc.? I think (laughs) that technology somehow got moved into printer technology, you know, and just... So
1: you think... So you think there's just a bunch of doors that go from one printer to another?
0: Well, it's not doors, Mikey. It's printers. Jesus, don't I'm not an idiot.
1: Well, I'm saying inside the printer. <laughs> yes, there there's a, there's a series of 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 a door of some sort. <laughs> yes, yeah, There's some sort of magical device like, inside
0: the printer that allows such witchery to take place inside my abode.
1: And like it's like print it's it's really just your printer printing out something, but then the paper just goes through that portal. It it just comes out the other printer. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, fax machines are witchcraft. <laughs> I'll take that to my goddamn grave.
1: Good thing nobody fucking uses fax machines anymore.
0: People still use it all the time, like in workplaces. I like my mom had to send the fax.
1: I had, I had to send
0: a fax a couple months ago for the first time in my life in the year of our Lord, why? 2019.
1: But why? All you have to do just—it's fucking 2019.
0: People like emails.
1: It's just someone wanted to... the a fa- goddamn
0: internet. Like, shit. People preferred some facts, and I was like, sure. I think it's because I had, like, documents, but I was like, I could just scan these documents and email them to you. And it's like, no, we want the facts. I was like, okay.
1: Exactly. Like, damn. I don't get it.
0: I don't get it. Mikey, let's go on to the next segment before I lose myself in fax machine discussion. Because <laughs> that's what gets us ratings. That's what gets us meatballs. Fax machine like, talk.
1: Do you guys like fax machine talk <laughs>
0: That's what the listeners love. What's up? What's up next on the document, Mikey?
1: Next up on the document, we have uh, Heavy Machinery versus the Ascension in a tag team matchup. We have Heavy Machinery winning over the Ascension.
0: Ooh, the big boys!
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, the big boys take it home. Who
0: pins whom in that
1: matchup? Uh, I think Otis pins Connor. Just pins Connor in that matchup.
0: Good on you, Otis, worming his way to victory. For sure. With this win, it definitely seems like, um, you know, AOP might have some competition on the horizon. Oh yeah. Just what kind of competition? What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Because you know,
1: plus can we have the. Can we have heavy machinery and Ali on a tag team and just be like, "We're the ones who got our names taken away"?
0: (laughs) Well, then you got to throw in English Elias.
1: English Elias,
0: yeah. Um, Who else have we gotten here?
1: Well, Elias never. Elias was always just Elias.
0: Rusev Cesaro. No, Elias was not always just Elias. Okay, here we go. Fun fact trivia corner with Mikey Man Freddy. Last last time, the suzuki Goon trials of old were, uh, were not the most prevalent, but we're now here trivling, uh, trivializing Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, Elias did have a last name, and that got cut as he went up to the main roster. Can you tell me what Elias' last name is?
1: No. I always thought he was
0: just Elias. I'll give you uh, multiple choice. Okay. Is it... Or was it, I should say. Here are your options, Mikey. Was it Elias Jones? Okay. Was it Elias Jennings? Okay. Was it Elias Sampson? Or was it okay. Elias Rogers?
1: I think it's... Okay. So I think I you you said one and it kind of sparked... It kind of gave me a hint of like... Deja vu. And I think it was Samson.
0: That's the correct answer. Ding ding. ding yeah, ding, ding. The, you, you said
1: a lot. Li- you said Elias Samson, and for some reason, that was like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> now for bonus points, I won't give you any hints, but for bonus points, can you give me the nickname that Elias used
1: to have? The wan- the wanderer.
0: That is incorrect.
1: It was something like that. The right? drifter. That's it. Yeah. The yeah. drifter,
0: Elias Samson.
1: Yeah, I knew it was something along. I knew it was something along those lines.
0: That is correct. Elias Sampson, who left NXT after losing a loser leaves NXT match to Cassius <laughs> it's, Ono.
1: It's a good reason. Is it really a punishment if you get called up to the main roster though? No, it's
0: not. It comes with a payday.
1: <laughs> loser leaves NXT and get <laughs> loser. Loser leaves NXT. Loser also gets paid more.
0: Loser gets famous.
1: <laughs> loser also gets a giant paycheck. And they, <laughs>
0: Let's move on. We got a segment here. The New Day are talking to GM Page about what does Kofi need to do to get another shot at the w Championship after what happened in that main event finale of our tournament. McIntyre just created another hurdle for Kofi to get through, but this won't derail the summer of Kofi, says Big E and Woods. They want to know what does Kofi need to do next. Kofi wants another shot. GM Page... Says that next week, Big E and Woods will face Pete Dunn and Drew McIntyre. And if they win, Kofi will get a title shot at no mercy. Nice. Simple as that, Mikey. Next week, Big E versus, well, Big E, Xavier Woods versus Drew McIntyre and Pete Dunn.
1: Nice.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. I mm-hmm. imagine Kingston will be there with them on their side. Who boy, uh, sure. Mikey? We talked about it a little bit. Should we talk about it here? If you get what I'm, so. if you pick up what I'm putting down, maybe I
1: think we could. I think we could.
0: The, the, we we don't know audio. We'll tell let the listeners know this. We'll, we'll let the listeners know this, Mikey.
1: Yeah, we
0: don't know if we're gonna do this. Or where this will ever go, but you know there is this new sort of UK alliance of McIntyre and Dunn. Mm-hmm. And I do just want to note the fact that like GM Page is British.
1: Could that play a factor? Maybe she will. Di- it
0: she we did. She did put McIntyre into the matchup as special guest referee. She- that was her decision. Yeah. That is canon. I,
1: I guess we'll see where it goes.
0: She could just be a general manager.
1: She could be fair.
0: She is British. I'm not she saying. Not heel. saying there's a weird sort of alliance there. We have. We have no idea. I mean, I, we'll be honest here, Mikey. We have. We have no clue if we're going to go do anything I, with that.
1: Nope, not even a little bit. I mean,
0: we don't. C- as much long term booking we do, it's like maybe a couple matches for next week. Uh, or in our noodles and some like eventual matches we would like to do. And like somehow like, how do we get to this point? Maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Long-term booking is really just us planting a flag in the ground and being like, okay, how do we get there? Yeah. But yeah, there's just, it's not
1: like we, it's, we don't plant the flag in the ground. It's like, we throw a javelin and it's like, that's where it is. Now we need to go and get it.
0: God damn it. How do we get there? (laughs)
1: And we get there. We, figure out, we, we figure just out take ways. such a long shot, and then we don't know how to get, how to get over there.
0: Figure out how to do it. Okay. It's like
1: we throw it. It's like we throw it. Like it's like we take a javelin and like throw it over like just like a big pit, and it lands on the other side of the pit, and we have to go get it. it's like, how do we get across this pit?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next matchup, Mikey. Mikey. And that matchup yeah. is a women's division matchup between a new SmackDown Live Women's Champion Natalia. Oh, yeah. Against Dana Brooke, one one competition. Natalia ends up getting the victory here, but following the match, someone appears on the entrance ramp, and that person is Alexa Bliss. And they're, Ooh, they're sort of okay. doesn't have a microphone, but they're sort of you know yelling at each other from across the way. But then, Ooh. as this is as Natalia is distracted, Nia Jax appears behind Natalia, and Samoan drops her. Then Nia comes over to Bliss at the entrance ramp. And the two, you know, sort of pander heelish ways to the crowd. Looks like a new challenger is approached.
1: <laughs> well, well, like the alarm goes off. Mm-hmm. Scott Snyder,
0: arrives. <laughs> oh a goddamn tiger. Mikey, thoughts on this?
1: I love it. I love it a lot. I think it's very good. Um, I love Alexa Bliss coming out. I love Nia Jax sacking from behind. I love that this team is going after Natalia.
0: Yeah, I gotta I, I think from per, uh to peek behind the curtains, of course. I mean that is the whole show here. Uh peek behind the curtain. I mean I gotta w I got to got 5 weeks. You know. Five whole weeks. I wanna put bliss into the title picture a little bit here because I wanna figure out exactly what to do with Baszler and Riot moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not sure. I, I feel like the rivalry may have ended, but, you know, they're now one and one. Yeah. So maybe it's a third match happening, but I just got to figure out, like, where exactly what I do I want to do with Ruby Riot and Shayna Baszler. I want to get that done. But in the meantime, Alexa Bliss going for that title. Yeah. Along with her partner, Nia Jax. The, the I like g- it. The genetic goddesses. Okay, let's talk about that last segment before we get into the main event, Mikey. Hit me with that last segment.
1: That last segment is backstage interview with Velveteen Dream. And he's explaining that despite winning at SummerSlam and beating Finn Balor, he isn't satisfied. He wanted the fight, he wanted the challenge, but he wanted the demon. Mm -hmm. But no, no demon for the dream. But... He's not giving up. He's not leaving Finn Balor alone until he's fully satisfied. Whatever Finn needs to do to get his little demon powers back, he'll be waiting.
0: His little demon powers. What a declaration from Velveteen Dream. Yeah. I'm interested to see where he goes moving forward and Finn Balor, that should be said. Yep. Finn Balor...
1: Of course, injured at SummerSlam, so he can't appear on this week's episode. But it's
0: fine. It's fine. We don't we don't necessarily need him here. Yeah. But uh which I will now that we've we've officially done it, I'm just gonna take him off the injured list and put him back to
1: normal usage. Yep, he was only injured for a week, guys. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Can't
0: wait for the randomizer to ruin that.
1: Oh yeah. I, I just I just ruined us.
0: Um but, yeah, uh, I'm interested to see where those two characters go, whether they meet back up immediately or later down the line. Uh, there's an interesting story forming with Finn Balor. Uh, and after a second loss as normal Finn Balor, I really, you know, it's really, he's got to go somewhere. He's mm-hmm. it's, And it really feels like either he has to figure out how to get the demon back or – yep. He needs to figure out his own issues quick.
1: Yeah. Because he's figure out how to get over losing the demon. Because
0: mm-hmm. before he just loses all these matches, it just gets, I like, it. I like the story we're building. Cause it's, I like, I like storyline reasons for losses and I like yeah. characters that care about losing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like there's so many, like, like, okay. For example, for example, uh, last week on SmackDown Live, we had a Fatal 4-Way Intercontinental Championship number one contendership match, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't say in the show, but uh, afterwards, Mikey, you know, I, I, I have my record books and stuff, so I'm writing down, like, who pinned whom. And Mike, we didn't say in the show, so I text Mikey being like, Hey, Mikey, who pinned whom in this show, in this matchup? And we were talking about it, and one of the persons we thought about originally was, like, Apollo Crews. But mm-hmm. because, you know, he's not really doing anything and just we don't necessarily want it to be Andrade. We don't necessarily want it to be, uh, you know, Cesaro. We don't want Cesaro to lose. But it was just sort of like, you know, if Paulo gets pinned, he's just like a baby face smiling dude. So he's just going to be like, well, I lost. And smile and walk away. <laughs> like, it's, like, that happens all the time in WWE where it's like people lose and they don't care. Yeah, And I like this Finn Balor that cares. It's a different angle. It's not just smiling Finn Balor.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: He's not just a hot guy with uh, a lot of uh, extra cotton underneath the waist. A classic callback. But I like it. I'm excited to see where they go, Mikey. Yeah, me too. But let's talk about our main event. Main event that was teased last week on SmackDown Live. Roman Reigns calling out Daniel Bryan... This match is happening live on our main event, Mikey. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, we have not discussed in any capacity, so we're going to discuss it now. What are we thinking yeah. for this match?
1: This is quite the match.
0: This is the story of a dog.
1: <laughs> this is the story of a dog. I got nothing after that. <laughs> yep, don't me either.
0: Yes, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. It's a, it's a toughy-wuffy. Um, very, very toughy-wuffy
1: wait this is the story of a dog who who fought an undertaker and claimed his own yard
0: that's not bad that's not bad (laughs) i think it could be workshopped but i think it's not bad
1: (laughs) who fought a taker and claimed his own yard
0: and he looks so sad
1: yeah no i don't think we can go any further it'll take too long
0: yeah we'll be here all night Okay, yeah. um, blah, 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 blah. um, what are we doing here? I got ideas. It might not be the greatest, but I got ideas. Of course, I'll need your approval on these ideas. Okay. Yeah, I need your signature here. Uh, your <laughs> okay. signature here, Mikey. Sign. Okay. Uh, your signature here. Yep. Um, date of birth here.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, date of death here.
1: Okay.
0: Another signature here. Yep. Uh, your signature backwards here.
1: Okay. I don't know if I can do this backwards, but we'll try. Hold on. All right.
0: And here's my pitch.
1: Okay. What do we got? I just signed a contract that puts me into this pitch unwillingly. Yes. It also says you're
0: paying me $500 per minute, but... uh, No! And I added six more months to Harper's contract.
1: I should have read the contract.
0: Um... Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, hot, hot ass pitch, hot off the presses of my four hours slept brain. Okay. Daniel Bryan wins. Okay. With the help
1: of the suspense is killing me. The revival. Ooh, ooh, ooh spicy! Very spicy.
0: I was looking around at the roster, being like, "Do I want to replace it with someone else, real quick?" Uh, uh,
1: uh. I thought you were just taking you a dramatic.
0: Well, I was, and then pause. I wasn't. God damn it! <laughs> I was taking a dramatic pause, and then I uh, freaked out because I was like, "Do I want to commit to this?" I was like, "English lies instead." Uh...
1: <laughs>
0: Thoughts on that? We don't have to do it. I mean, I like... I'm not committed to the idea.
1: I mean, I do like it.
0: It is sort of like a Rowan esque person.
1: Yeah, and we can get an explanation next week or something.
0: Mm-hmm. I just Figure think, you know, it's together. the first episode. I don't necessarily want to do maybe a concrete finish here.
1: <gasps> you know what we could do?
0: No. I don't know what we could
1: do. Know what, you know what this can lead to? Daniel Bryan and the Revival versus Roman Reigns and the Usos. Oh
0: my God! I. Oh my God! We've done it. We've done it, Mikey. We're geniuses. So Dan-
1: that that's a six-man tag match for the ages, right okay. there.
0: Bill, can we can we elongate that somehow to build that to TLC so we get a six-man TLC match
1: or Survivor Series?
0: Fuck, fuck Survivor Series. That's not gonna happen until like what November tlc baby give me it's a six a man tlc match for what fucking for for my enjoyment
1: you know tlc matches are usually one when you grab the thing that's hanging from the ceiling right
0: then i don't know we'll put like a yard contract in
1: there <laughs> whose yard is it yeah
0: we'll put like uh, a bill of good health
1: uh, has there been TLC matches that I did in pins before? TLC matches. No title.
0: During the match, the Revival come out to distract Roman Reigns, which allows Brian to hit the running knee and lock in the LaBelle lock and win. Committing to that,
1: yep. The revival,
0: I like it. Yeah, it's like I gotta get your permission first. Obviously. Wait, does he?
1: Does he do? Does he do the label lock, or does he hit him with the running knee so we don't have Roman tap out? Uh,
0: I said both. I, I wrote down real quickly here: running knee and then the labell lock. Interesting. Okay, do, is that fine, or do you want to change it? I mean, we could change it. No, that's fine. I think he is tapping, but he did. Get distracted, he did get hit with a running knee, and then he tapped out to the bell Lock. And I imagine this isn't the first time he was in the bell Lock during the match. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's sort of leeway to an extent.
1: Yeah. Okay. So there has been TLC matches that weren't for titles. There was a 5-on-3 handicap TLC match between The Shield, which was Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Kurt Angle. A classic. Def- the- defeating Miz, Braun Strowman, Interesting. Kane, Cesaro, and Sheamus. And then there was just Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin in the TLC match.
0: And that was just what? Someone pinning another person, I have to imagine?
1: I guess. I think I think uh, Strowman won that match, right? Or not Strowman. Corbin won that match? Corbin? Because he got help. Uh, I think he got help, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. From, from Bobby Lashley and uh, McIntyre, I believe. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. These are all correct answers. Huh. You know Jeff Hardy hasn't won a single TLC match? Huh. That's interesting. He's he, He's he been in five.
0: Oh, I was thinking of one, and I was like, nope, that was an I quit match against Matt Hardy. Wasn't it?
1: Yeah. There's an I quit match, there's the Extreme Rules match. Oh, yeah, the other one was Extreme he's been Rules. In, that, that, and, and all of the tag team ones he was in. Oh, and they didn't win a single one of those? Edge and Christian, Edge and Christian... Jericho and ooh, Jericho and Benoit. Oh, Kane defeated Jeff. Kane defeated Bubba, Bubba Ray, Christian, Chris Jericho, and Jeff Hardy. Interesting.
0: If I'm not mistaken, I feel like Chris Ben. If I'm trying to remember correctly, I feel like the Chris Benoit stuff happened on my birthday. <laughs> and I Yikes. was just like, "Hey, that's not great." <laughs> I remember being upset at the time because he died, and then it like, came out, what happened? I was like, I, oh, oh, hey, oh. yike
1: You know who's had more wins in a TLC match than Jeff Hardy? El Torito.
0: Fucking that's wrong. Well, it, technically a we all see match.
1: You know who else has had more victories in a TLC match than Jeff Hardy? Who? Asuka.
0: You know who has um, more victories on our roster than... Jeff Hardy, who? Pretty much everyone. Jeff Hardy's like one in six, one in seven.
1: Yikes! Yeah, he's lost a lot of competition. <laughs> do you have an idea of who has won the most TLC matches? Wait, hold of... on.
0: Is this a reverse trivia corner?
1: Yeah, gotcha.
0: You're throwing it back on me. Gotcha. I didn't read the contract. Okay, who has won the most? Do I get do I get multiple choice here, or am I just freaking pulling a name out of my? I'll
1: I'll, I'll give you I'll give you multiple choice. Christ. So yeah, it's most most appearances and most victories. We Ooh, have... wait,
0: so am I answering most, uh, most victories? Or it's just You're... the same person for both numbers? It,
1: it, it's the same person for both numbers. Okay. So I'm giving you Bubba Ray Dudley, CM Punk, Edge, or, or CM Punk.
0: You already said CM Punk. No, I didn't. Yeah, that was your second
1: choice. No, I said Edge, Bubba Ray Dudley... CM Punk. Oh, whoops!
0: I know which one, which two are fake.
1: <laughs> all right, I've already ruined this multiple choice. It's Edge. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now, now you got to keep all of it in, Mikey. <laughs> now you're, now you're in the cheeky editing situation. You got to keep everything in. It's Edge. It's Edge. I, that was going to be my guess. That was honestly, legitimately, I will say, that was going to be my guess. <laughs> it's edge. I, I didn't, like I was thought about CM Punk, I was like, no, I don't think CM
1: Punk... Edge has appeared in seven TLC matches and has won five of them. Jesus.
0: Because you, you, when you're reading off the tag stuff, I was like, Edge has won a lot of these.
1: His only two losses were to, uh, I believe, John Cena. Yeah. Yes.
0: I, I remember that.
1: John Cena, and I think it was a tag team loss with uh, Jericho and Chris Benoit.
0: But enough about TLC, Mikey. We got no mercy yep. on the brain, and we're moving right along. Revival, going back to our main event. Yeah, revival, help Daniel Bryan. Thoughts on the Daniel Bryan revival pairing?
1: I like it. It's interesting. It's they're good. They, if you actually think about it, they have pretty similar ideals. Because <laughs> Daniel Bryan's like wants to bring back wrestling. Mm-hmm. like just pure wrestling and that's also what the revival are doing mm-hmm. no nope, no flips just fists
0: mm-hmm. We are we building factions here hold on
1: oh man it's faction town now boys <laughs>
0: we're talking brian revival i love it <laughs> potentially eventually roman the usos which we have i never, love factions we have never done roman the usos as a team on smackdown yet
1: Give me a good strong faction and I'm um, give me a good strong heel faction faction and I'm I'm in. We got the new day. I'm in there like swimwear, man. And we
0: got Pete Dunn McIntyre. And Mikey Oh my god, if you want to amp up the faction ass factionistas <laughs> I hate you. It's <laughs> my new podcast, Factionistas, where we just invent fantasy booked factions. We talked about Pete Dunn McIntyre general manager ph as a manager potentially we have no idea we're doing that but mm-hmm. you want to throw in a mix here
1: all right throw in cesaro yeah i was thinking about that the swiss cyborg i was thinking about that for sure I cesaro know, seems like a actually, very he right. seems like a good fit for this team yeah Even though he may not be united kingdom
0: is he united kingdom that's what's gonna look up is I don't believe... Yeah. I don't think Switzerland's in the United Kingdom. So I don't, I'm going to immediately... No, it is not. But,
1: no, because Switzerland is always neutral. Switzerland just does Switzerland. Yes, yes, yes. So
0: there's no specific team. But Cesaro could work in the faction if we ever so choose. Yeah, Plus, sure. you could easily do Mysterio-Andrade as a team, I guess. Bold.
1: Bold pitch. I
0: got no other third person to make it a real faction.
1: You know who would be really good in the Pete Dunne, Drew McIntyre team?
0: Um, Braun Strowman. Sheamus. Yeah, no, Sheamus would be perfect. Bum, bum, ba, Sheamus, that's who it was. Uh, Sheamus would be perfect. I mean, he's Irish. I mean, cause, so it's not UK, but Sheamus would be good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But alas, no Sheamus, no Harper, no Miz, and no Naomi. And But we have successfully booked the entire match for this episode of SmackDown Live, the return home from SummerSlam, the books. Mikey, Woo! we are not over. We have the randomizer to hit, and it is your turn.
1: Oh, dang. All right. I know, it's terrifying.
0: The randomizer being the thing that ruins our lives, that makes our show realistic, gives us injuries, gives us different changes. Maybe Vince McMahon wants to scrap the entire show like he does with SmackDown Live. Whatever. Whatever it may be. The randomizer is what does it. So Mikey, tell us. What are we doing this week?
1: This is an interesting one already.
0: Mikey does not look quite happy on the Skype call.
1: On the return home show from SummerSlam, the randomizer has chosen for us title change. (laughs) A title must change hands on the show.
0: Holy crap! um Okay, the easy out is the twenty four seven championship. Twenty four seven, yeah. And we get Samoa Joe to give that surprise face again—that he always does yeah. when he loses. The bold choice to me is the Intercontinental Ch- Title, hmm. and I got a pitch for that.
1: I have another. I have another pitch. Also, you you say yours first, then I'll say mine.
0: Okay. Ali comes out for the answer to the open challenge. Mm-hmm. Andrade attacks Ali before he gets to the ring. Andrade does it. Andrade wins.
1: Bold. The only thing is I don't want Ricochet to have a one-day reign.
0: Me neither. But.
1: So here's here's I, my. we got to have a title change,
0: buddy. That's here's
1: here's my pitch. We have AOP saying nobody can stop them. The revival tries to, and tonight's main event is the revival versus AOP for the titles. Daniel Bryan helps the revival, and then next week we can have the revival help Daniel Bryan beat Roman Reigns.
0: But what happened to the tease that we did last week of Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan? Is that match completely out the window now?
1: It's happened. It could happen next week. <laughs> it's just it's just, it's not getting completely disappeared. It's just moving back a week. Yeah, but we teased it
0: as like the main event. Next week's SmackDown.
1: Well, would you rather have Ricochet have a one-day reign? <laughs> no. exactly.
0: No, but... Then you got, like, Ali, Ricochet all chasing Andrade. And Ricochet yeah. can win it back. But there's something, you know, with them doing that. If you're saying drop Roman Reigns' Daniel Bryan make it aop versus the revival for some reason
1: because they said nobody could stop them so i was thinking the revival could be like yeah we're the best tag team in the world we could take you down you know and then have because they know they have daniel Bryan in their pocket to help well they they we don't know that but they probably know that Mm -hmm. you know
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. and then to solidify this team a little more we have daniel Bryan help them win the titles
0: does that hurt AOP? Just had a dominant run with the titles, a couple defenses.
1: I mean, they got outnumbered by surprise. They got like
0: Yeah, but they were able to win a fatal four-way match against the Revival, the Usos and New Day.
1: Yeah, but also all of the other teams were fighting each other as well. It's not like you know, like they it was, it was supposed to be just a one like a 2 on 2.
0: But also the AOP could hold off the and beat the titles off of New Day, who are a faction of three people. This is now three people, and they're losing. Yeah, there is a surprise element, of course. Like you mm-hmm. said, there is also the fact that AOP and the revival are both heels, and Daniel Bryan is also a heel. So we just got a huge heel, heel, heel thing. Yeah, I know I'm I'm poking holes in it, but I'm like legitimately going through it in my head. I'm like. I'm not against it, but it's sort of like it's weird, yeah. It is weird. It's it's sudden and I I I feel like it could hurt, hurt AOP cuz like what? They just lose and then cuz then they lose, but we would want to go down the storyline of Daniel Bryan revival, probably Roman Reigns Usos. Yeah. Then AOP got nothing.
1: They got shafted. Yeah. But I think we I think we brought it to the point where it's like how does AOP lose at this point?
0: Oh, well yeah, I mean I don't know. <laughs> they could I mean they could go on a dominant run. They could be hold the titles for another couple months. They could hold it till Survivor Series. They can hold it to WrestleMania for all I care.
1: Yeah. So which title does which title changes hands? I mean
0: I would I would say Intercontinental is possible. I gave my pitch for that. I think more legitimately Heath Slater Samoa Joe could be funny. We did talk about, like, where do we go with this? It does uh, ruin a pitch idea that we had. Yeah. For next week. But, you know, then he has the titles and it's over. Do we want that Heath Slater thing to end at four on the fourth time? Mm
1: hmm. Against Samoa Joe? I mean, fourth time's the charm? Yeah.
0: Honestly, Mikey, and I hate to say it, Ricochet losing it might be my my head runner on this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I I'm running some numbers in my brain, just like I mean, it could be Heath Slater. I feel like that's the easier thing, but also it's like he's, it's the fourth one. Like if it was the tenth one, then yeah, Heath Slater wins. The fourth one, is that
1: too early? Uh,
0: I don't know. What are you thinking?
1: I don't know. It's hard. It sucks that Ricochet has a one day title reign.
0: But he could always get it back. Yeah. He could always get it back.
1: All right. He, I he think is, he I is think the you're fool pitched.
0: for doing an open challenge after. No, well, in, hold on. Pause. Does it change anything knowing that this isn't a one day title reign, Mikey? He won it on Sunday. And then two days later Snacked and Live happened. So it's a two day title reign.
1: Doesn't help that much, it still sucks. Well, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got, honestly. I mean, it sounds like our basically our only option. Or
0: we put the title straight on uh or, or we, you know, put the title straight on a Lee.
1: No, I think I like on I think I like Andrade. Yeah. If we're gonna go with that, I think Andrade's the
0: I I think also Andrade choice. makes the most sense since he was the one pinned in the Fatal Four way. Like, yeah. it could, we could do Cesaro. We could do Rusev. But I don't want to put the title on Rusev. Rusev is nowhere built anywhere close to that. You know?
1: Yeah. it seems bad.
0: So, are we doing Andrade?
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: So, Ali comes out. Big pop. But Andrade... Andrade... Uh, attacks him. Before he can make it to the ramp,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then faces faces ricochet and wins the title. Sorry, on un- God, man, the randomizer hurt us there. I would say,
1: yeah, a little bit.
0: It's not bad. I like it. I like you know. It is a sudden like controversial sort of pop. You know, Andrade gets the victory. But yeah, two-day title reign for Ricochet.
1: Yeah. Bummer.
0: Big old bummer. Bum,
1: bum, ba, bum, bum.
0: Well, here, I mean, here's the thing. We could always... Ricochet can get it back somehow. And then we got the eventual feud Ricochet dream over the title. Yeah. Andrade with it could, you know, Andrade with it could do Paula Cruz just a couple matches. You could probably still do Dream. You could do, oh, you could do Mysterio. Yeah. You can do, you can still do Ricochet and Ali. Hmm. There, there's options. Obviously, we're going to continue with Ricochet and Ali because obviously what's happened. Yeah. But the, if you keep, if one of the keep it, there's always Mysterio. We've never done, I don't think we've ever done Mysterio-Andrade
1: yet bold of us.
0: I can double check that, but I don't think we've ever done that match here. I, at least I don't remember if we have. Yeah. Cuz I imagine that's like a match. Like we I, I don't know if you notice this, Mikey, or if you I assume you've noticed this. I have to assume you've noticed this. We we protect a lot of matches on the show. Yeah. We give a lot of matches away, a lot of dream scenarios away, like Cesaro, Pete Dunne. There's a lot of shit that's protected that we just, like, no, we're not doing. I mean, we've never done Roman Reigns and the Usos tagging up before. Yeah. We've never done. I don't, I'm looking for it, but I don't think we've ever done Mysterio versus Andrade. Oh, we have done it.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: We have done it. It was the first episode post Superstar Shakeup. It was Andrade's first head of the fence on SmackDown Live. Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. Following the match, um, after Andrade won, Pete Dunne went after Andrade. So we've done it once, but haven't done it since
1: months like June, May,
0: June, something like that.
1: I think bringing it back can't be bad, right? Yeah.
0: But we've committed. Are we committing officially? Andrade wins the Intercontinental Championship? Yep. Okay. We've done it. That's our card. That's our card, folks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Of course, you can leave reviews on iTunes, five meatballs or more. and We would love to hear your thoughts on the show. Positive or negative, we would just love to hear it but mostly positive. We're I mean we'll love to hear it, but we're only going to read the positive ones. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at hit the books pod. There you can you know hear our thoughts on the wrestling universe, thoughts on AEW, WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling, whatever happens in the wrestling universe. Along with our excitement meter and booking meters, if you like what you heard, the exact writing, written segments, the booked segments of that happen, you can make your voices heard or thoughts heard. And polls that happen every Wednesday in our booking polls, and of course excitement meter, so we can get the range of how our, our listeners feel about different superstars, different matches, different rivalries, and where things are going. It keeps us informed and keeps us know, knowledgeable about what our listeners like. And what they want to hear, so you can be a part of it all by following us on Twitter at Hit The Books Pod. Oh yeah! You can also subscribe on YouTube. There we have a lot of stuff, which includes our reviews for multiple shows. Our SummerSlam pay per view <sighs> review—sorry, our SummerSlam review is coming up shortly. At the time of this yep. recording, not yet, but uh, but when this comes out, our SummerSlam review will be out soon, if not out already. Yep. Uh, Summertime takeover review, which would be exciting. And then, of course, after that, we'll probably have All Out. So, if you want your thoughts, our thoughts on what's happening in WWE, go subscribe to YouTube at Hit the Books Pod. Yeah. Do uh, that. There's also other shows that we have there. So, we would love for you to listen and follow up with all those shows, especially all the piloted shows like System Check, like uh, Mikey's Idea, that we'll talk about more later.
1: Something big might be happening in 2020. Let's just say that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So please stay tuned, stay subscribed, and un- until and until next time, we've got two words for you: book it.